The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the panel discussion. You're home for comic book talk right here on the BICBP radio network. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, alongside, as always, Greg Knowlton. And, yeah, we're doing a little long-distance calling today. Uh, we wanted to do um, – we're actually going to get to our comic books uh, next week and record those episodes. But we wanted to because Greg's, Greg's away, and we're doing this over the – the, the wonderful internet, we don't know what's going to happen. So we're going to talk about San Diego Comic-Con. And oh, yeah. Just, oh, yes, we are. The, the, just this past weekend, uh, there was huge, huge announcements uh, pertaining to, I mean, there's some cool ones for DC, but I think, uh, you know, not to be show my bias too much, but there was a lot of big MCU Marvel stuff. Um, mm. I mean, Come really big stuff. We finally got... Come in. Get over the side. <laughs> oh, you're good. We got some. We got some really good. Um, you know, we phase four is laid out for us essentially. For the most part, there's a couple we don't know dates yet, but phase four is essentially laid out for uh, Marvel fans. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm uh, the optimism. The optimism is there. It's it's looking really really good. That's fine. <laughs> that's just my wife this is a we're we're out in albany so it's we're just in the i'm sitting in a side room doing this so this is fun <laughs> don't you love portable just podcasts, my own, man? oh yeah it's, it's all right it's they the just best. let me know that they were feeding my toast to the baby oh. <laughs> how kind of them how kind of them uh <laughs> So I mean, overall, without getting into too much detail just yet, what what were your what was your overall thought about these Phase Four announcements? It was uh, ex- like this. I don't know, and I've paid attention to a Comic Con for a while. Um, I haven't had a Comic Con where obviously we're doing something like this, but I was sitting here um, with my wife's cousin, and we were just like like watching the announcements as they're coming up. And I know you were sending me announcements that I'm calling more news. And like, it was, this is, I don't know, the most buzz around a Comic-Con in a long time. Usually you see like little stuff here and there. And I don't think just in Marvel sense, just Comic-Con in general, there was not a lot of wait for trailers. There was, usually you have to like find the, the, video recordings of the trailer like they were (laughs) pumping out trailers immediately they were like there was no punches pulled from any of the panels they were just being like open and honest i think they know like the internet's gonna find the find this stuff anyway why hide it let's just give it to the panels first and then immediately drop it and that's what the video game panels do as well it's let's live stream this for everyone to see and i think that's yeah 100 it makes them look like the good guys too, instead of showing everybody, then getting mad and taking footage off the internet and information off the yeah. internet. You know, it, it makes them look like the good guys. So I think it was you are you know you are right. There we did get a lot of uh, 
we did get a lot of a lot of trailers just popping up as they happened. You know, Top Gun two, uh, Cats, and <laughs> amongst some yeah. other ones. There was a there's a ton of stuff. Oh my gosh, what was the other one I was super pumped about? I'm not going to think of it right now. I had another trailer I watched like four times that I was like really excited. Oh, The Witcher. Uh, the yes. Witcher trailer. Oh, yeah, that looked really good. A whole bunch of stuff. There was just, it was just, there was no weight. And I think that makes a buzz. Like, even if you're not huge into the video game scene, E3 is just like, everyone's watching online for the second the trailers hit after the panels. or they're watching the panels and you get all this great footage of the, like, Keanu's this year. He's a meme, but he had that scene of uh, the thing of a fan calling him breathtaking and him calling the fan breathtaking. You don't so much get that with Comic-Con because you just get like some exciting pictures of the panels, but it's almost like a, like a, an exclusive club that if you're not there, you don't get any of the stuff that everyone else gets, which I get, but it's not the same regardless if you're watching over the internet. So why not just release it? Why not just show this stuff? People are still going to come. If anything, I think I'd be more likely to want to go to San Diego Comic-Con because I'm seeing the kind of stuff people are getting. So I'm getting more of a taste of what I could get myself into. Right, right. And 100%. And it, it does seem like they're they're starting to uh, adapt with that. But yeah, like you said before, there was a lot of buzz Um I mean, us as as comic book junkies, nerds, um, there was a lot that we we all had a lot of questions. We didn't know fans, followers of the MCU. We didn't know. Um, yeah, we didn't know what the future was going to be like. We knew that Spider Man three was, or excuse me, Spider Man two, Far From Home was going to be the end of the first three phases. But we have had no, you know, illusion to. I mean, we had some hunches that they, they came true, yeah. but we really didn't know what was going to happen. But uh, I'm I'm very pleasantly happy and surprised to line up. And that's the other thing I, I'm excited about is uh, when you sent me that, that projects, that seven projects in 2021 uh, plus the projects in 2020, and it was a pretty blank slate. I was like, all right, this episode is mostly going to be speculation, and that's what it's been in the past. I was not expecting them to fill in all those blanks already, and we have like no speculation on those projects because they told us what they are right off the bat. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, 100%. And you know what? I think the funniest thing was, too, you're, you messaged me. You're like, are they saving anything for um, – D23, which I don't believe that they did, unless they're waiting on some of those um, maybe those developed ones that they haven't announced a date yeah. or time frame yet. Maybe they're saving for that. I'm, I'm not sure. I have a theory because, what is it? What's today? Today is July 2019. The first Phase 4 movie in this list isn't set to go until May 2020. I don't see them giving us a full year with nothing. Yeah. So yeah. D23 might be like a holiday release. They might announce something coming within the year. And um, also, what is it? My gosh, sorry. Uh, Disney Plus launches in November. So something's going to be hitting Disney Plus that we don't know about right away in November. I can't see them not having some launch stuff for that that's new and exciting. 
I yeah, that's uh, that's one thing I thought was was really strange too. It was was that notion that hey, you know, Disney Plus is launching. Um, you're trying to compete with like the likes of Netflix, Hulu. Uh, well, maybe not Hulu, but some of these other ones. Why don't you have a Marvel one of these Marvel shows launching with it? And, yeah, and the first one's not until fall 2020. Uh, for that one, there's the Falcon Winter Soldier. So I think in in that time frame, I think through D23, which is a few weeks away, um, we'll get some more current, like some more close to home stuff. I think this is a look at the future. I think D23 is going to be like the here's what's coming next right now. Like here's what's coming in 2019. This is going to be the closing up of the year. Um, that's just me. I could be totally wrong, but there's there's no big crossover project in this. There's no, um, and like I said, there's no current stuff. So there's definitely some stuff to be launched because I don't see a single Avengers movie. I don't see a movie where we're going to have more than two or three characters in it that we already know. So I think either they're going to hold that off for this part of the year until 2022 or late 2021. Or we're going to be getting some more announcements at D23 that are going to wrap that stuff in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. Lead. I like that theory. I like it a lot. I was surprised by the the fact that there was no um, Avengers announcement. Uh, you know, because that's been the thing. Every phase there's at least one uh, yes. to go with it. So I'm not sure what they're going to do. And and I kind of said to you, I I think maybe they'll surprise us and do like a another Avengers movie within, you know, this, this upcoming year, 2020. Uh, and there's still room for that because it's weird. Like I'm looking at it the last, the last couple years, right? The, the last, mm-hmm. what, three, four, maybe, yeah, probably three or four years. We've had three MCU movies released. And right now on the schedule, it's at least for 2020, it's, it's two movies in a show. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm not sure if one of these extra ones, I don't have a date yet, if they're going to fit into, you know, in between. I, and film I the think back, so, yeah. I think so, too. I'm just trying to figure out which uh, which one it might be. But let's run through. We'll uh, run through in order uh, of their release date, what we have so far. So it was kind of one of the, la- the later announcements, but uh, they are officially going through with a Black Widow movie. Supposed to yep. be released on May first, twenty twenty, and um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. I, I mean, it's 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 weird that you know it's it's kind of weird that the first movie that they're going to do, you know, setting up Phase Four is is one that's that might not have anything to do with the rest of the you know the MCU going forward. It's just kind of a flashback. But well, they announced the villain, so it is Taskmaster, a hundred percent. Good. So I could see him playing into some sort of society or something they do later on. Um, David Harbour is going to be Red Guardian, which is like he's going to, he's officially the second Red Guardian, but which is like the Russian version of Captain America. Okay. And um, they announced I forget her name Pew whoever the oh, other Florence Florence Pew Florence yeah. Pew yes they announced her character. Uh, as I believe they said Yolanda, I'm going to blank on the name at the moment, which is the second Black Widow. So there's totally an opportunity, too, that Scarlett Johansson steps away after this, and they come, we come across this other Black Widow 
from the Marvel comic books, uh, and she gets reintroduced into the new Avengers fold. Interesting. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that. I mean, I know. I, I, know, <laughs> I know you're not the biggest fan of the Black Widow character, but... I'm not um, the biggest fan of Scarlett Johansson. I love the Black Widow. Oh, okay. So that's what it is. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Um, so that was a cool announcement. But yeah, Phase 4 is going to start start backwards. We're not sure what the time frame is really yet, I don't think. I don't think they announced that. I but feel like it's it's Cold War or Budapest or something. So I feel like Jeremy Renner is going to be in that movie. Um, you think they would have announced that, though? They didn't see him in the big cast listings. I feel like he'll be more of a cameo, and that's why they're not like, yeah, I think he'll be kind of more in the end, um, not as a big part of the overall story. Right, right. Yeah, but a run-in will be nice because um, oh, Renner's, Renner's got some work coming up too. Um, yeah, he's got a lot. Yeah, he's got some, some stuff. Um, so, yeah, Black Widow, May 1st, 2020. And then, as you mentioned before, fall 2020, we're getting our first Disney Plus show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. And I uh, I really like the graphic for it. It's really Me cool. Me too. And, I'm kind of uh, hoping we see them both rocking the the red, white, and blue. Like that they give Falcon the more the the Captain America comic theme suit, and Winter Soldier kind of starts to break away from that assassin esque look. It starts to fall more towards like a Captain America look. I I really hope so too. I, I they they would do me a little. They would they would be you know true fan service for me. Or even if like the Falcon gets like he gets injured badly injured or something and, and he has to take up the mantle. I I feel like that could be um, yeah what it's gonna be like. But I'm not sure how the length of these episodes, what kind of story they're gonna drive. Mm, um, but we I do agree. know. But what we do know is that uh, the actor who played Baron Zemo uh, was announced. Daniel Bruhl, I think it is Brawl, yep. um, is his name. So he is going to be uh, part of this show. So Zemo is is going to have a, a hopefully a bigger role. He uh, will. So there was a a clip he like Uber com- Uber conference in because that's what we're doing. He um, <laughs> video conferenced in and like said he's here to take over Comic Con and yada yada yada, and then pulled the purple mask over his face, um, and that's how it ended. So we will get a bigger Zemo. He will be the villain, and he will be classic Zemo suit, I believe. That's that makes me happy. That's cool. I'm, I'm, like I'm glad hunting that... for all the news that I could get. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. No, I mean this is stuff I haven't even heard yet either. So I I love that. I think that's a great idea. Zemo, I think, is the best possible villain for something like this. Um, me too. And you have you have the Winter Soldier at you know at connection with him. Uh, you have Falcon, who was very heavily affected by Baron Zemo's actions, and you know I'm sure there's going to be a lot of intimidation with you know that Steve Rogers is in here, and you know it, it, I think it's going to be a great dynamic seeing those three uh, connect, and, and God knows who, who how many other characters that we that we might I, you know bump into and see. I think we're going to have a similar feel to Far From Home, where it's like, all right. You're the new Captain America now. How are you going to fill his shoes? How are you going to be different? Right. Um, and I'm curious to see, too, if they – in the comic books, there was this, like um, – they had, like uh, – oh, my gosh, I'm going to forget. The U.S. agent and everything kind of battling with uh, Sam Wilson because he's, like, uh, 
a black Captain America. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> that was literally a thing <laughs> that happened in the comic books. And I'm curious if that plays in at all, like the that the his race is different. I, I would be fine with it if it's as long as it's like well done and and a good story, kind of like Black Panther did as well, because Black right. Panther made that very important. Um, but without like really, I don't know, they did it in a way that wasn't overly controversial, but instead important and uniting. And I feel like they could do that with Winter Soldier and Falcon. I I 100% agree, 100% agree. I'm really looking forward to it. That's that's I mean that show alone is going to sell me, it's selling me Disney Plus already. So oh yeah. I've, so I've already. Well, every season ever of The Simpsons was like sweet. <laughs> I'm getting Disney Plus. Yeah, but that's a good incentive. This, this Marvel stuff plus all the Star Wars stuff. I'm like, yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> twist my arm, why don't you? I know, right? Uh, you know, I think this one twists the arm a little bit too. The next announcement, which is due for I think November of next year, is uh, the Eternals. Yes, which is pr- pretty cool. Uh, it's set to star Angelina Jolie, uh, Salma Hayek, and um, amongst others. I think those two are some of the bigger names. Rob um, Stark, Rob Stark. from the guy who played Rob Stark from uh, my gosh, Game of Thrones. Richard Madden, there it is. Richard Madden. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, and you know, amongst some others, and, and this is a really cool one. This is going to get a. Um, it's gonna kind of go. I think of the little. The, the mythological slash cosmic universe it's going to open that up a, quite a bit which is which I think what a lot of people expected and hoped for yeah and we have a list of all the names um, so Angelina Jolie will be Thena Richard Madden is Icarus um, Kumal Najani is Kingo Salma Hayek is Ajak Brian Tyree Henry is Fastos. Uh, Dong Siak Ma is Gilgamesh. Liam McHugh is Sprite. And Lauren Ridolf is Makari. I don't know too much about the Eternals, but I'm excited. I'm going to end up doing a lot of research because of that, <laughs> this and having a cast list and like a name list. Now I'm like, okay, sweet. Let's figure out who all these characters are, what all they all do. And um, I never was a big, as much as I'm a Fantastic Four fan, I was never a big Celestial fan or like a, cosmic i like to the more they're more like yancey street storylines so it'll be interesting yeah i'm i'm 100 with you because the street level characters are the ones we always associate with and those yep. were, you know growing up in the 90s those were the ones who were front and center uh but that you know that they did make me you know mc did make me fall in love with learn appreciate the guardians um which, yep. you know i only knew a, hand, a few of those characters and I think the inter- the Eternals can be brought that way. I'm not. Um, I definitely believe it's gonna it's gonna pan out really well. I'm excited to expand, you know, the horizons a little bit, and I think it's they got some star power there. Oh yeah, and after. I'm a, I'm kind of thinking too that they'll pull in even more because I could see them like cameoing Jeff Goldblum. I could see them cameoing um, Benicio del Toro because we don't really know what the timeline is on this yet, if this is going to be um, a story before everything that just happened on Earth, or if this is going to be because of Earth. So I'm not really sure. It also makes me excited because there's some Black Knight connections to um, the Eternals. Uh, 
one of the characters actually had a, a not someone who's announced yet. Cersei has like a relationship with Dane, uh, Dane Whitman, so it'll be really interesting um, to see who and what kind of like gets involved in through this and what can get introduced because the Eternals is definitely a setup movie to me. This is a movie that's going to set up a bigger world and bring in some more characters uh, to the main MCU, and I feel like this will have. What's the word I'm looking for? It's it's gonna have like end game level setup or Infinity War level setup. This is gonna set up a bigger Avengers level um, threat at some point. Cause right? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it could very easily set up. It could set up Galactus in in some form. You know, at least having a presence. Um, some slash that you you might get some some various races of yeah. you know comic book aliens that we haven't seen yet. Uh, we're, we we could get a, if it's back in time we could get a Thanos cameo. Um, we could get some more about Star Fox because like they, they're all in that celestial world. They're all part of Titan, so that would be neat. That would be really neat. It, it would be weird for them to you know use their first year of of Phase Four movies for for you know back kind of backlogging. But yeah, yeah. I mean regardless, I think it's going to be really great. Um, all right. Next up, February twelfth, twenty twenty-one. Shang Chi oh. and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I am excited. Uh, I'm glad, and you cleared that up for me because I still haven't seen that clip yet. Of um, they're actually going to go through with the real Mandarin. Yes, is- I'm super pumped. <laughs> you should be. I, I mean, I am too. I mean, Shang Chi is not a character that I'm. I'm definitely gonna admit I'm not super familiar with, but I do like the Mandarin character quite a bit. I'm. I'm very knowledgeable of him. He's a great character. I thought. Um, you know the 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 original guy who I thought was you know the Mandarin in Iron Man three. I thought he played the role really great. So I'm excited to see what transpires with this. I agree, and it looks like they're going. Um, uh, yeah, it, 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 it the def- there's a lot of curiosity there, um, you know, with all that. Marsh it should be a n- nice martial arts film. It should be, um, it should be, it should be good. It, it might be kind of like the Iron Fist, like that we want, that we wanted and deserved, kind of a movie form. Good, exactly. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I love technology. Um, so yeah, oh, yeah. Shang Chi is is definitely a curious one. With uh, as far as the Mandarin goes, then um, yeah, another brand new character for us to listen to. Maybe get a maybe get a trilogy out of. We we're not sure yet. Uh, the next one, Spring of twenty twenty one, WandaVision, which I I'm not gonna. Lie, I love the font that they used for this this. Uh, Me too. The show, I thought it was really cool, and I'm glad that uh, yeah, I, we kind of knew it was coming, but I'm glad Scarlet Witch and and uh, Vision are gonna get some get some love here on their own TV show, literally and figuratively. And the exciting thing, um, I don't know if there's too much speculation. They haven't really talked about where this is going, but the exciting thing is, um, and I say this for this reason, and May seventh. 2021, we get this, right? WandaVision, they said, is going to be strange. So Doctor Strange is going to produce 
and they said the series is going to directly then pour over the movies and be direct follow-up from the series, which I think is super exciting to know, like, these series aren't going to be standalone. They're going to have direct like, effects on the movies. Which is important. I, I think that's a big draw, too. And, I mean, they're legit titling them as Phase 4, you know, parts of pushing the Phase 4 story. Which yeah. is, um, you know, which is which is major that that's, I mean, that's how you do it. That's how, that's how the Netflix story should have been handled. Um, and I, I think they, I they agree see that now. And that's why they're doing that. You know, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Punisher should have all, you know, been involved with the MCU, you know, the movie portion of it um, at the very least. So I think they realize their mistake with that. And it's good that they're utilizing, uh, you know, Casual TV viewers who, who will be signing up for Disney Plus to help advance the overall story. It's 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 yeah. kind of neat and very unique of uh, of for anybody to do that. Um, I, I look at a lot of you know show like TV shows that ended up having movies and there was no there was no connection made at all. No connection made. Power Rangers. Uh, Iron Fly is like one of the only ones. Yeah, well, even that one was considered non-canon. Uh, the movie was considered yeah. non-canon. So, I mean, there's been other ones too, but this is this is going to be this is going to be neat. Neat that people at home, you know, signing up for the service can casually keep up and follow the story of the MCU. And if they miss something, they can always go back and find it, uh, which is which is I really agree. neat. So, so that uh, should be good. Other one. news, yeah. And the other oh, thing, because we kind of just are doubled on WandaVision and Doctor Strange, I think, right now. Um, so we have Scarlet Witch in Doctor Strange. I think the other thing that pumped me up about this is they said this is going to be the first scary MCU movie. Um, so I feel it's going to have some Lovecraft vibes, and I'm kind of excited. <laughs> I am, too. I am, too. I did read that article this this morning about how, yeah, it's going to be... In horror esque, I mean, who who knows it? There's probably gonna, I mean, the fact that they're dealing with multiverse is is really cool. Um, you know, there's there's gonna be a lot of crazy, wild stuff. I'm sure we all know how weird Doctor Strange can get. We've, we, you know, we've seen his comic yes. books before. We, we know some of his his villains. Uh, I'm playing Ultimate Alliance three right now, and I'm in Dormammu's world, and there's some scary stuff going on. So, oh yeah, so I mean. So you mean Dormammu could play a factor, Shumagorath could play a big factor. Um, you know, who knows what kind of things are, that they'll be dealing with in this movie? Uh, you know, going forward. But I, yeah, I am very Nightmare happy. is the villain. Nightmare was yes. announced as the villain. That's right. That's I right. just hope we get Doctor Strange's axe because, like, I love that so much. <laughs> um, but he, his, the run where he was more using some of the weapons on top of his magic, I thought it was really interesting. Um, yeah, but we don't know. And the visuals in the first Doctor Strange movie were so crazy. Now imagine throwing like monsters and like horror visuals into that, and it could just be it could be a really interesting film. It oh, it very well could be. I mean, another you know, IMAX helped the first one out, I think, visually, and I think this one will, will definitely definitely benefit it too. What especially you know, it just I, the magic based movies work with that so well, and and yeah, I, th- I think the biggest shock, and I I might be the most excited for that one to be honest with you, is that Elizabeth Olsen's going to get that role, and like I, I never thought I always thought, hey, it would be cool if 
if these two, you know, Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange work together in some former fashion in the uh, in the movies, and now we're actually getting it. So it's yeah, going to be really cool. cool. It's going to be a really cool dynamic. Um, you know, I wonder if Vision is going to be a part of it at all. Probably not, unfortunately. But well, maybe. Yeah. A little bit. But it's going to be a lot of crazy hand motions. Yes, <laughs> I love the hand motions. I, so good. Um, all right, up next, spring of 2021, back to Disney Plus. We got the Loki series which is really neat. I'm liking the direction where they're kind of going, where um, Loki has his hand in, in various uh, world events. I, I think it's going to be yeah. comedic, and, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm probably going to be laughing a lot, I, I would imagine. So I think so. They said it's a that endgame scene where Loki picks up the Tesseract and disappears. Yeah. Um, so that was a comedic. Good. Okay, I can hear you again. Yeah, you keep cutting out. Dang it. I just unplugged it again. We're good. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, Loki, yeah. Uh, it's, it's going to be, you were, what were you saying? I, you cut out it uh, before. You cut out before. I said it was a, it's, this is a direct follow up to like that scene in Endgame um, where he grabs the Tesseract and disappears. The series is going to directly follow that. And that was already a comedic scene to begin with, so I think they were really setting up for this is what that series is going to look like. Um, it's kind of Loki, who just got beat up by the Hulk, just got thrashed by the Avengers, um, and just ha- somehow just got luckily was able to escape. Now has this power, but doesn't really know what to do. And <laughs> he's not the Loki we got to meet in Ragnarok, or who died in Infinity War. He's a much younger um, immature Loki, not even Dark World at this point. So he's Loki ten years ago, basically. So that's kind of exciting to to think about. Okay, where's where's his mom at at this point? He gets the kind of adventure with this younger, still villainous, still angry at everybody Loki, um, running around with great power. Right. Yeah, it's um. This one, I know a lot of people are excited for. Everybody, I mean, who doesn't love Tom Hiddleston at this point? Um, and his his role as Loki, you know, we, we, we were hoping to see more of him in the, you know, Infinity War and Endgame, but we didn't. And I think a, a show just, just for him is just what everybody needs. Exactly. Um, all right. Up next, summer 2021, they're starting the What If cartoon. And I was actually really excited about this i'm happy that with what they're doing uh in this respect they're they're having the original care actors um not all of them a, sl- a select bunch rep- reprise their roles and voice their the, the cartoon version of their character which is uh different and i, I think I, I really love it i appreciate that i do too and they've announced like some of what we'll see like um Eternals will already play a factor in it, so we'll have Gilgamesh from the Eternals fighting the Hulk, uh, and there was some other stuff they announced as well. So it looks like they're going to be tying a lot of these other characters we're going to be seeing right in the MCU, right into this What If series. Uh, and I think it's exciting. That's what comic books are. They Marvel especially does a lot of What If comic books and a lot of these like multiverse stories, so it's going to be cool to be able to like sit down and watch those. And get like a taste of that but with the mcu flavor 
doesn't feel totally disconnected. 100% agree. I'm actually going to read off the list of people who are reprising their characters' roles now. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, obviously Killmonger, uh, Sebastian Stan, Josh Brolin, which I'm interested in, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hiddleston, Sam Jackson, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Haley, Haley Atwell, Chadwick Bosman, Karen Gillian, Jeremy Renner, Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, uh, Michael Rooker, that's a good sign. Um, can't tell. Chris Chris Sullivan, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jeff Goldblum. Um, oh man, this picture is super blur- blurry. But I mean, there's there's quite a bit of. Uh, uh, I know Howard Stark, the young Howard Stark from like the early Avenger, uh, the the first Captain America movie is going to be in it. So I'm curious to see if it's like he created his own Iron Man suit. Um, there's a lot like the char- that cast of characters opens up a lot of questions of like, oh, what could this be? Like, where are we going? What are the stories? Like Michael Rooker, is this if he like stayed with the original Guardians and didn't ever find Star Lord? Like, what, really? Like, what kind of stories are we going to be seeing? And it tells me there's going to be a ton of episodes. I was not expecting that many, um, but with all those different characters, it feels like there's going to be this is going to be a substantial series absolutely and it's gonna it's gonna you know bring some quality cartoons we all know how good dc is with their cart with their you know cartoon movies and and really a lot of their cartoon portrayals And i think this is a good step for marvel um to bring in some you know to to repopularize their their side of the cartoon world i agree uh, all right, up next, fall of 2021, we have the Hawkeye show where Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye will essentially be passing the torch to uh, Kate Bishop. And, you know, it's it's going to be nice to see, uh, you know, another character like like Jeremy Renner, like Hawkeye, getting that, that front and center love and, you know, training this, this next person to take over his role and, you know, pushing, keep, you know, just keep pushing these characters along just with diff- different uh, secret identities. Yep. And uh, we're going to get some, some more Ronin storylines. So we're going to get to see a little more of what he was doing um, in between Infinity War and Endgame. And then we also, with if you look at this logo, it is the Matt Fraction Hawkeye logo. And I love that storyline. It's a Hawkeye who's went deaf. He is living without his family in an apartment building which is owned by Russian mobsters and he's trying to like take them down to get the rent or to keep them from like hurting the people in the apartment and collecting rent. He's got the infamous pizza dog with him and also Kate Bishop. Uh, and it's one of my favorite comic books, but it's one of my favorite Hawkeye comic books. So I think it'll be interesting to see them take a look at this um, through that lens. And it's also going to show more of Jeremy Renner's comedic side because he's a funny actor. He really is. But also, it did a good job like having some of those darker tones to it with that comedy. So I think it'll be a really good fit for the MCU and exciting to see what they kind of do with um, the Hawkeye character in this role. Well, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, he finally, I, think, I feel like he, Jeremy Renner finally got kind of his time to shine. And the in the last uh, well, in Endgame essentially, and it, it's cause I feel like he was kind of misused in some several of the other movies that he appeared in. But 
um, it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah, we will get to see you know him be Jeremy Runner be Jeremy Runner. I think. Hundred percent. A little bit more relaxed, so that's another great show. I love the again. I love the uh, I love the, the the graphic for it. It's uh, it's really cool. Next up, November fifth of twenty twenty one, Thor four, and I don't know if this name's gonna stick. I really don't, but it's called uh, right now. It's being called Love and Thunder, and it's supposed. I to, hope it uh, sticks. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I love it. It's it's interesting and and, and you know it, it kind of I mean I guess it kind of alludes to the direction that they're going with it. Um, and the big announcement there was that Natalie Portman was going to be actually returning, and that everything was all good and good and whatnot with with Marvel. And rumor is right now she's going to be playing a female Thor, um, so Jane Foster Thor essentially, which is what uh, a lot of people had hoped for when she made her debut all the way back well, in the what, announcement was made. It wasn't just a rumor. She actually announced she'll be wielding Mjolnir. Yeah, she held it up in the uh, in this in the uh, the segment. So, um, so that brings up a, a very cool aspect. Um, you know, Jane Foster Thor, like I said, very very popular amongst comic book readers, uh, and I wonder how it's all going to play out. It's because Thor is like I think as excited as I am for it. it there's a big question with um, what's it going to be like. Is, is there going to be Guardians involvement? Is yeah. you know is obviously it's probably going to be on Earth. So like, what's you know how's that all going to intertwine? And here's what it, like I I think we've got Taiko Waititi involved, so it's going to be funny. Oh yeah, you've got the the looking at the logo. This is why I like it so much. And the name Love and Thunder, it gives me total like He Man vibes, like yes, like just that, that cheesy like Flash Gordon or. Like something like that kind of style, and uh, uh, even Conan, which I think he does really. Like Taika can definitely kill. But we also have this weird like relationship between Valkyrie and Thor, where like he, he tried to kiss her, and like she's like no, and like you, they set up this like thing like it was gonna be romantic, but nothing ever happened, and then on the panel. Tessa Thompson actually announced that Valkyrie will be looking for her queen and it's going to be her looking at the king. So I think you might have this weird love triangle between Thor, Jane Foster, and Valkyrie, which could be really funny. Uh, and I think it could have a, they could have a ton of fun with that, especially with Jane showing up with the hammer and Thor being totally confused. And already <laughs> we saw it. And I think he's still going to be fat. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. You think he's gonna get he's gonna skinny up or what? I I think I wouldn't mind like the dude Thor at all. I think in a full movie, I think it'd be kind of kind of hilarious. And we've seen that he can be funny and you know very uh, very powerful as well. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Uh, it all depends on how Guardians goes because I think he will be in Guardians as the dude Thor. So it'll be interesting to see if he shows up. In Thor: Love and Thunder, as like back to short hair and kind of ripped, or even long hair, um, it'll it'll all depend, I think. There, yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to that, and I think we talked about it. I'm really excited that they are going through with Thor four. Um, I I like. I mean, trilogies are good, but the Thor trilogy overall was not that not great. 
Um, One was okay. Two was garbage. Three was incredible. (laughs) Exactly. So it left, you know, we all wanted more. And I'm glad that, you know, they're keeping uh, the director in in check and and all that. It should be a fun story. Fun story. And I would imagine, I, 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 I hope that they're finally going to bring in better beta ray bill. I think that's they, they got to go. That That'll route. be guardians. If, if he shows up, I think he'll be in guardians. I think we get beta ray bill. I think we get, we get quasar. Um, maybe, maybe throg somewhere in there, but with the, now that Mjolnir, like we think it's going to end up with Jane. I don't think that's as possible, but who knows? Um, I almost think too, thinking about like Thor, Love and Thunder, looking at it and thinking about that Hina and Conan vibes. Like, I'd be fine if we end. That's where we end up in the Savage Lands. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be take bad. More of that Conan route, or uh, maybe fighting Hercules. Cool. Fighting Hercules. Yeah, I think. Oh yeah, I think that'd be really cool if that's we end up in this more like desolate, less civilized kind of world. I think that'd be super cool with that storyline. I think so, too. I'm, uh, I'm so... Um, sorry. No, like looking at Shang-Chi, looking at Doctor Strange, um, Thor, Love and Thunder, even the Eternals, I get this like more celestial, almost... I want to say like magic supernatural vibe to what could come for this phase. It's got a mixture of like cosmic, but last, last phase was pretty cosmic, but I almost get this, like this more magic, like multiverse vibe to it. Like we're going to be seeing some different worlds. Um, that's just me looking at the titles, looking at what, how the movies can connect. And I think that could be interesting, especially uh, I segue into the, some of the to-be-determined stuff. Blade was one of the first big things they announced, and I don't know if it's going to be a movie or a series. I yeah, well, they really didn't say they didn't specify, did they? Um, that's interesting. I do the graphic is cool. I love who they selected as. Um, I love who they selected at yeah. to be as Blade Mahershala Ali, who played uh, Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. You know, I, I seen him and I was like, man, he looks like the perfect Blade. And I think he's going to do yes. really well, uh, really well. And, you know, obviously it's going to deal with vampires. I really hope that somehow they can get Morbius for at least, you know, at least one of these yes. movies or the TV show. I really, really do. Uh, my only thing is, it seems like with that choice, it's like, all right, the Netflix series are off the table. Um, we're going to kind of be redoing stuff with Disney Plus, so it makes me a little nervous for the fate of like Daredevil and Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Um, I would hope they don't recast Luke Cage or Daredevil, Iron Fist, uh, honestly. But like, I hope Punisher. I hope he sticks and means for the Netflix series. But I am super excited for Blade. Um, I was actually watching Thor three and like, it's like man, Idris Elba like he's a great Heimdall, but he would have been a killer Blade. Who would they replace him with? And then the second they they announced uh, Marshall Ali, I was like, awesome. I was also like, dang it, I needed him to be John Stewart. But what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, Blade was an interesting one. I think that was a. I think that might have been the biggest surprise i think yeah 100 um, 
we I mean we all kind of seen that in another Doctor Strange movie, but as far as origin movies, that was definitely the biggest surprise. Um, so running down the, the list of also to be determined movies, and we got fan, they announced Fantastic Four, which was absolutely huge. Uh, we yep. all hoped that when we we kind of hoped that Fantastic Four would debut first. It's, and it's sooner it's, than it's, I thought. Way sooner yeah. than I thought. One hundred percent. Two three years, like that's. I was not expecting that. I was expecting them to be a phase five inclusion. To be honest, once it was nothing, and I came, I was like, all right. End of phase four, maybe phase five. Nope. Let's get them in there, which I love. <laughs> I love that choice. I do too. I do too. It's a lot of people hope for it. Um, and Bla- we got Black Panther two, which you know we all kind of expected with how well it did at the at the theaters. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Which you know we all know we're waiting on James Gunn to finish up, or probably start or finish up uh, with Suicide Squad two. Um, um, it's just called Mutants. They, they didn't spe- speculate whether it's X Men or or New Mutants or something like that. But there's a Mutants uh, film. I would imagine hope it's X Men. I but. almost feel like that was their announcement, just saying like, "Hey, there's going to be mutants included in Phase Four. <laughs> Yes, like not so much that it's going to be a project, but just expect mutes. Yeah, uh, I uh, how I took it. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I am too, which is which is good. Uh, and then Captain Marvel two, which uh, was also announced and all expected as well. So overall, Phase Four is looking really, really good, really top quality. I mean, just counting right here, we have. We have 16 projects between TV shows and movies uh, for this. Now, Greg, let me ask you this, uh, too, before we as we're getting ready to to close up. Was there any uh, omissions? Is there any movies that didn't uh, show up or were announced that you were surprised about? Uh, I'm surprised they didn't announce another Spider-Man project yet. Um, Really am. I was expecting maybe them to, to push that. Especially with the big ending. Other than that, I'm trying to like run my head through the whole cast because there's so many characters. Other than <laughs> that, not really. I, I'm, I was expecting prize announcement. Um, all of this stuff that's on here has been basically announced minus Fantastic Four and Blade. Um, right. But we all speculated these are even Blade like. They, they weren't talked about something coming. So I'm kind of surprised there was not another, like, total left-field wow factor announcement. Um, even, like, I would have been cool if they announced, like, a Nova Course TV show. But right. there's nothing that I was like, oh, they didn't announce that. Oh, man, like, just Spider-Man. That was about it. Spider- okay, so, yeah, Spider-Man was definitely one of them. I mean... The right, I think the first one came out in 2017, yep. I think, and then two years later, a sequel. And, and right now, it's not on the two year agenda. Uh, another one I was surprised about was Ant Man. There's been oh, nothing yeah. about yeah. Ant Man. Paul Rudd did announce, you know, say something uh, not too long ago how Ant Man 3 is uh, up in the air and it's really up to the fans. There's an article about that, which you know kind of upsets me because I really like the Ant Man. Uh, movies, I really truly do, and me I too. hope that's not getting pushed wayside. Uh, but I, th- I think that's mostly it, and, and of course, an Avengers title, uh, you know, a, a big group yeah. together title. I think 
I think if they did an Avengers title, it would hold me over for some of these characters. Um, it would hold me over for, for Spider-Man. It would hold me over for Ant-Man, uh, as well as some other ones that were kind of, you know, waiting on even Captain Marvel and Black Panther. You know what I mean? It would, it would, it would definitely, be, I think, be wise to to do a, an Avengers movie. I think within this time frame. And like I said, we've got D twenty three, so we still have a year, uh, like this small gap that they could fill at those. They love to save some stuff for their home, you know, their home field announcements. So right. who knows what'll be announced there? Um, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so not really sure. Yeah, I, the I would. DC I would really, panel actually is going on as we speak. Um, okay. There's some DC stuff being announced. I just saw the Flash trailer like pop up on my phone. Um, so they are. They've announced some DC comic stuff. Mainly, it's gonna. It's that Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Um, they announced uh, Brandon Ralph, who's already the Adam, will also be reprising his role as Superman, and he'll be Kingdom Come Superman. Um, the one that excited me the most was Burt Ward, I believe it. The Adam West's Robin will be in the crossover, yes. which I thought is super exciting um, that they're bringing back some of these old characters. I'm interested to see who else. Um, it, it sounds fun to me. Like The show's like, hey, DC's universe is a mess. We've had all these different actors play all these different characters. Let's let's see who we can get involved in this, and I, I love that. I love that idea um, for that. But there's going to be some more DC announcements uh, if we get a chance to cover them. We definitely will. If there's anything really worth, and there's not too much. It's just been crisis on Infinite Earths. They don't have a, you know, the DCEU isn't quite what the MCU is, so they don't have this huge panel announcing all this stuff right now. The MCU right. killed it. it Right in a Comic Con, uh, definitely stole a show when it comes to the movie setup here, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this means. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm very excited as well. You know, for uh, on that notion of, of that, I w- I think with the DC stuff, I am hoping at least for a uh, you know something about Wonder Woman eighty four. I, I think that would I be agree. you know that would be nice. A, a trailer at the very least. Uh, for it, so, um, but yeah, that if if we get a chance, if we if we see something really cool today, uh, maybe later on, myself and Greg will uh will have an episode ready for everybody to go. But one last quick thing, um, sure, because we mainly deal in comic books. Uh, what I do hope, and, and we'll find out maybe in October, um, at New York City Comic Con, but with the Eternals and Shang Chi. Uh, those these some of these characters comic book even Blade they don't think he, so I'm interested to see if they release because um, Marvel is good at doing that a new Shang Chi title a new Eternals title a new Blade title even maybe a new Black Widow title um, in the paperback comic book world to kind of get fans excited for these characters kind of hoping and then oh that was the other thing. Keanu Reeves was having some meetings with the MCU, with the MCU uh, show with Feige. Nothing. Keanu Reeves wasn't brought up here at all. Does he show up at D twenty three? Is he Moon Knight? Is he another character? We don't know. But I'm kind of hoping we find out what those talks were sooner than later. 
Yeah, I'm I'm very curious as well. I mean, Keanu Reeves would be a huge addition. Obviously, his star is you know his star is is rising again. You know, everybody it's knows what kind of actor he was. can be. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It, people are like just discovering who the hell Keanu Reeves is, which is wild to me. But yeah, that I, I would like to to find out. You know what's going to happen with that sooner than later. To and and hopefully hopefully D twenty three. When is D twenty three exactly though? Is that like next month? Two weeks from now. It's really soon. D23 is usually like right after Comic-Con, and that's why I was super surprised how big this was right. for them. Um, but let me see. Oh, Wi-Fi! <laughs> it is the end of August, so August 23rd to 25th. So it's not too far away, actually. Um, okay. And so it'll be really interesting to see what Marvel brings to the table at D23. Because they usually have a pretty big showing there. I think a lot of their bigger announcements actually came at D23 last year. So yeah, tra- we'll trailers and, and amongst other things. Uh, I know I remember yeah. a couple of years ago when Infinity War, it was just before Infinity War, and they they uh, pretty much announced the Black Order, and they had like the statues and stuff, and it looked really good. So. Yeah. So we'll see what they bring to the table there. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for the next Looking at this phase, I'm more excited than I've been for any of the previous phases. That might sound weird, but just because it seems to be taking the biggest risks and moving in the newest direction, that I'm super excited just to see how it pans out. Yes. Yeah, 100. I think because, again, nobody really knew. Nobody really truly knew what this phase was going to have to offer, at least with the previous ones. With the previous ones, we we had a hunch. We're like, okay, we're getting an Avengers movie. Um we're getting a cat movie, Iron Man, a Thor, bless you, and and, and so on and so forth. A Guardian, it, it was very predictable. But now you're you're, it's everything start. You know, it's you're bringing in so many new new properties. It's uh, it was very curious. I'm I'm about as excited as I was when the, you know the 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 very first phase of the MCU was was pretty much announced. Exactly. So one last note, real quick, is. Um, I do hope there's an Ant-Man because I'm thinking about it. Cassie Lang is about superhero age. We are about to have Kate Bishop. And Captain Marvel 2 could very well introduce Kamala Khan. So we have the makings of a young Avengers or a new Avengers. uh, Or even a Warriors. Champions. The many names they've taken. Um, Champions would probably be the the name I'd love them to take the most. So I'd be interested to see if that's something that plays... In the end of phase four, or even into the start of phase five, but that's my last thought. <laughs> yeah, it would be good. I think with the you know with the way that everything is nowadays, I think that would be uh, it would be very huge, and I think it would do it would do great. And I, if, if they kind of tease something like that towards the end of Endgame, so I, I think they would be it would go. Uh, I think it would go pull off really well. But um, two, yeah, that's uh, that's it for us here at the panel discussion. Um, for today's episode, San Diego Comic Con review, Marvel breaking the internet again. Uh, so do that. Uh, well, yeah, just keep digging up information tomorrow. Don't forget the panel discussion post credits. I'm covering Maximum Carnage. Uh, they, those are our new bonus episodes that we're going to be having uh, every week. So make sure you check out that. I review Maximum Carnage for the Sega and Super Nintendo. And uh, yeah, I think that's about yeah. all I got. Yeah, same here. 
All right. I've got some exciting. I've got a Boost Gold interview set up. I have a Moon Knight <gasps> interview set up uh, with some of our friends of the show. So that'll be pretty exciting as well. We'll be we talking about um, with the with some some professional wrestlers as well as an exciting announcement. My mother. <laughs> Uh, on the That's show, be- talking about comic books in their life and their favorite superheroes, and kind of what's played for them, and uh, what they're excited to see in the uh, in in the comic book world. Awesome! I'm excited to hear that too. That interview too. So very, very good. Uh, lots of stuff happening with the panel discussion. Keep supporting us. Uh, tell your friends. Give us suggestions. We're always open to new stuff. We want to make new segments and make this the best show it can possibly be. But uh, officially, that is it for this episode, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next week right around the panel discussion.